Okay. All right. What is going on? You are watching, listening to talk about gay sex, the live version, otherwise known as Tags Live. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside my co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you, darling? <laughs> Hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing really great. Really great. If you're joining us on Instagram Live, uh, you are getting our preview of our Talk About Gay Sex, the live version. You're getting the first segment on there. So welcome over on Instagram Live. And Cody put in the comment section how you guys can come on over and join us after the first segment when you're done, if you choose to. Otherwise, this show gets re package but let's get into it boy boy what a crazy week uh it's pride month and you know on talk about gay sex the regular podcast tags podcast we were talking about different ways around the world people are showing pride and sh and waving the flag and we had a story in the netherlands they had the longest bike bike trail painted mm -hmm. in rainbow um oh, wow. at, just outside of amsterdam it's really good i put it on tags pod also there was another great story of a house that i forget where they live but they were told by their homeowners and um hoa that mm -hmm. they couldn't the only flag they could wave was a pride or not a pride flag, a, an American mm -hmm. flag. So mm -hmm. they took their pride flag down after having it up for four years. And after reading the fine print in their HOA, they realized that it said nothing about putting up lights. So, you know, the Christmas lights, practically, oh. they washed their entire house with pride, the rainbow pride flag and to me it was poetic justice um if there yeah. ever was one but the latest in sh in the name of showing your pride with your home or in a big way a chicago gay couple has done it they've un outdone themselves in my opinion with an amaze an amazing pride display wowing their entire higher neighborhood a same-sex couple in chicago are making waves this pride month display as they erected outside their house uh nicholas vasquez and jesse campbell live in uh andersonville neighborhood any chicago yes. people out there so they told <laughs> chicago they told the chicago tribune they wanted to do something to mark pride for their 16 month year old son rocco campbell happens to be an interior designer and he heard a quote don't be afraid to show off your true colors. That reminds me of Cindy Lauper, y'all, and said it inspired <laughs> him. It reminded him of a paintbrush with many colors, and he decided to make it central to their design. So he constructed this giant styrofoam paintbrush and placed yeah. it above the porch. Uh, and from this, they hung fabric strips in the colors of the rainbow. They painted their porch steps in rainbows and added the words of the quote, the setup was finished last Thursday, and it started off as a craft project, but it's turned into something bigger, Vasquez told Fox 32. They decided to raise money for the Trevor Project, and I oh, think, yeah, they they raised over 5,800 of its 10,000 goal. Uh, I think they're on their way, So, which is really amazing. So in the name oh, of showing sure. your pride, these guys, in my opinion, have done it. I'm so for it. Um, yeah, what did you think of that? Did you see it, Cody? Yeah, I just thought that was so creative and beautiful. I wish I was creative in that way, and I can't wait to donate to their... their oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trevor Project is such amazing. a great cause. Yeah. Bullying, anti-bullying, for sure. All right, in other news, we had to report on this. There's the Oregon House passed a bill to allow pharmacists to pr provide PrEP and PEP. That's oh. right. So an Oregon House bill passed Monday that allows pharmacists to prescribe, dispense, and administer both PrEP and PEP. The new bill clarifies that Oregon pharmacists are legally allowed to conduct HIV tests as well. It now oh. goes to Governor Kate Brown's desk to sign. So it's in the works, y'all, but uh, essentially throughout this bill's journey through the legislative process, we heard repeatedly that pharmacists have the training necessary to administer these life-saving drugs, said Democratic Rep Rob mm -hmm. Nose, who co-sponsored the bill, according to or 
Oregon Public Radio. And I think essentially, Cody, what this is going to do, I mean, I feel like Oregon is always in the news these days for primarily for good things, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're very progressive. But That's for this, super yeah, you know, you and I were talking last week about Mister those that mm-hmm. couple that started uh, where they're essentially prescribing prep, and you can get it on their website if you if you fill out their form. They'll mm-hmm. help you even give give you the HIV test as well. This in Oregon, I think, is great because not everybody's comfortable talking to their doctor about getting on prep. And I was even reading in another story that they're even trying to get your insurance company to pay for it altogether. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. Because who's going to flip the bill, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it is expensive. I'm definitely going to my doctor, but now any yeah. outlet that you can get it from is 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 icing on the cake. Yeah. Yeah. I just think we forget. I mean, these stories of Mr. Oregon. Uh, we were reporting on Tag's podcast, HIV rates are in black and Latino uh, numbers are the highest of reported HIV positive cases out there. And mm-hmm. with that in mind, it's we this shouldn't be happening in 2021. And so exactly. we need to be addressing how, why is that the case? Why are more people, uh, younger people also are... The, the we just reported on it on Tag's podcast the other day are the number one people getting infected still today in 2021 with HIV. So I think with think programs like Mister M I S T R that we reported yeah. on last week, Oregon is stepping up to the plate. We have to make this widespread so that we can stop this other epidemic pandemic yeah. epidemic but from <laughs> proliferating yeah exactly exactly and so it's, good. Hen- it's such a good thing henry blackbeard you guys always bring up amazing topics big fan of the show here sending love and light from east oh, hollywood east hollywood all right I love, now, I love east hollywood in that area what part of let us know exactly where in east hollywood the neighborhood because i used to live in uh, LA and I love it there. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, we have got to move on to our last story of, uh, that we wanted to report on. Do you guys know the porn company Bellamy? Cody, I know you do. (laughs) I might be familiar. (laughs) All right. Well, Bellamy is, is in the news right now because they're a porn company. If you don't know, I believe they, they used to be out of Prague from what I, (laughs) Yeah. And they've been around since the 90s. I remember getting uh, one of their early. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been around for a really long time. Um, But Bellamy members are taking issue, you all, because their recent scene was filmed inside a Prague nightclub next to dirty urinals, the article says. Uh. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, let me just tell the story. Um, Okay. I I know you know the story and help me fill it in, but essentially their Bellamy is known for, if you've ever seen theirs, they have beautiful models and they're all from that part of the world in Prague. Mm -hmm. And they're usually in settings like Mykonos, think like gorgeous settings um, and places like that. Well, they took advantage of the pandemic and because nobody was filling up any of the bars and clubs, they decided Uh to rent one of the Prague nightclubs that was vacant and put it to good use, right? And I'm sure the club was happy to take their money. Exactly. So So many clubs are going out of business right now. Like, yeah throw some coin over there and (laughs) give them uh, yes i love it henry you speak tags i love that and i saw uh, where you're at i love it um yeah okay so what they did was they partnered up with a director named robert boggs and as all nightclubs have been closed here in prague since christmas last year robert Mm -hmm. took the opportunity to book prague's largest gay club as a setting for this project now mind you all a few scenes not all they weren't he wasn't taking over all of of bellamy so this first scene features a model that you may all know 
or be familiar with Jonas Miller as a hard ass nightclub boss who is more than happy to put his staff through their paces. Do you like how I read that, Cody? <laughs> From the bathroom to dance podium, Ethan and Jonas are fucking all over the club tonight, just as you may see on a real nightclub out in Prague. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad sounds at it. Like a, I was like, sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> well, let me tell you, this did not. So, you know, now at this stage of Bellamy, they probably sell DVDs and so forth. But really, it's like an online business for the most part. Well, okay. their subscribers were not having it. Here is a, a couple of the comments that people wrote back to Bellamy. Just and mind you, this wasn't. This was just a one-off, a few scenes. Yeah. Bellamy is really going down the toilet, literally disappointed for Bellamy's standards at all. I can't believe Bellamy has put their name on this terrible mess. I was hoping for a new update, even something <laughs> from the archive, but really, really surprised is this signaling a decline of our beloved Bellamy. Next thing you know, it will be bought out by a homophobic Canadian media. Oh, oh my God. On and on and oh, on. Oh, man. Somebody they wrote really crude, it, crude, unattractive models. Wow. Uh, they, 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 what were your thoughts? Um, don't mess with somebody's product, right? <laughs> don't mess with their porn, I have to say. <laughs> I didn't see anything wrong with the scene at first. I mean... I have been known to suck a few dicks in the bathroom in my day. I don't. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. So, so it's it's it kind of like our alley. Right. I was like, this is, oh, this is my, in my, right in line with how I do things. So this is like reality for me, kind of, sort of. <laughs> so. But I, let me ask I you the question, Cody. Let me ask Go you ahead. the question, because do you have a favorite porn company? Because I used to have one besides Bellamy. There. Oh, I know. Um, oh my gosh, what is his name? I'm forgetting. Do you have like a favorite porn company though? And they have like a linear way of doing things that if they go off the beaten track, that's going to mess with how you think about them. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say what these people have said. Like that's not. I'm not here to critique. If I don't like it, I just don't like it. I'm not going to watch it. But I do have. I'm more of a like tim krueger or you know oh, okay tales? thank you for saying that tim tales yes okay so go on because i'll is that the one that you were that's thinking of the what i was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> we are right here also uh raw that stands for raw fuck club yeah <laughs> somebody okay. else said titan media latino uh, fan club okay yeah. okay all Darker good ones. we see yeah. you tim tales okay go ahead cody I like it. I like the guys to have a little bit more meat on their bones than the Bellamy guys. So, that, oh those please, are... Tim Tails to me is all about the big dick, and Tim Kruger himself is it has seen, has seems like the, cock. seems like the <laughs> nicest guy, and all of the tops are like pounding the the s out of so their bottoms, <laughs> and they're all like this big and thick. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, if I turned on a Tim Tails and it had a Bellamy and all of a sudden they were in Mykonos and smooth boys, that might mess with my head too. And I you might, so? right? If I was a subscriber to Tim Tails, like if I paid coin for a monthly subscription, well, I don't know that I would go so if, but I would probably read the fine print or the print. Maybe they want to diversify their audience though. You know what I'm saying? See, that's the question at hand. When you have a favorite brand, we've had people on this show and we've changed in four years, you can imagine, we've changed this, we've had to change and we've lost, you know, one of our co-hosts, we've gained another co-host. You came exactly. onto the scene last now. year. <laughs> we changed a little bit of the direction on things. For the most part, it's been all positive, but I cringe every time I open up Apple Podcasts to read the reviews <laughs> because inevitably people only comment on there when it's like, something oh, bad. something, yeah, negative. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But, you know, they are coming with more diverse things. Hopefully they diversify their uh, their models a little bit more because it's, it's a little lily white. So I think that they... If, if they did that, then I would be more apt to subscribe to Bellamy. Did I say that right? 
Bellamy, yeah. <laughs> I can't the even part, say their name right. <laughs> the part that that drives me, you know, is that people coming for people, they actually stated in to all of their subscribers, today we start a new small series. Small series, you all. They're they said it right out. there. They yeah. said small series. They didn't say from now on, director Robert Boggs is taking over Bellamy and every scene is going to be in a club around Prague. They did not say that. And people love to come for people. And when you try something new, okay, may, it may be a misfire or a fail on the Bellamy's and... Oh well, they're it's not like they're changing doing a overhaul on the brand. You're still gonna get your people even threatened in some of these comments that they might have to like de, you know unsubscribe and yeah. all this kind of stuff. People so, do that all the time though. So yeah, I say calm the F down. Me and, too. Yeah. Well, if you don't right. like it, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Absolutely. Any comments before we move on, before we say goodbye to our Instagram livers. Well, Teddy says that he likes Macho Fucker. I saw that oh, in here. Yeah. Oh, I, I love think a good. That's a good one too. That sounds like Honcho to me. Remember the magazine? I'm a little. I'm dating oh. myself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I only it, know it <laughs> because of the internet. That's the only mm -hmm, reason that I know. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, we've got to move on to our next segment, and we want to say thank you for watching us on Instagram Live. Cody put in the link if you want to come over to continue the show on get focal we'd love to have you over there it's free join the conversation all right we'll say bye for now thanks guys all right that was so much fun over there i love that so good uh, yeah well it's time to get into the topic that we've started with since we started this vulnerable voices and you actually came up with this week's topic and it's I called did. yeah it's called acceptance first of all we i love this topic at hand and particularly yeah. in pride month but can you tell us why you came up with acceptance the whole story? Well, okay. Well, so I was just, yeah. <laughs> the whole story? Okay, well, I was in. <laughs> let me go. Hold yeah, on. Let me unleash it all. Yeah, yeah. Well, You're at a nine. In... I need you at a six. <laughs> when I was in Hawaii, I... Once upon a time, last, last week, week <laughs> I came into a situation with my uncle where he... I asked him, did he want to go to a gay bar go, to go see a, a drag show? And he made the face like he didn't want to hurt my feelings, but he was absolutely disgusted by it. So it dawned on me that perhaps maybe he didn't accept my who I was as a person. So that well, really let me hurt stop you feelings. right there because for the people listening maybe wondering were you already out to this uncle oh, yes. and did he was he accepting in your mind of your being gay as far as i knew he was accepting yes so but I, and i was already out to him so it literally had to do with you bringing up and you there was no drag show to go to i'm assuming you just kind of exactly. said hey uncle I... would you want to go to a drag show sometime <laughs> it was just uh, completely hypothetical i wasn't going to drag him to the drag show right then <laughs> and i i just it was just on a whim it was just a question and it made me when i asked him and he reacted in that manner it made me feel like he dis disapproved of my who i was a person and it, it really hurt my feelings and i was i was very upset i had to call my sister i had to and we talked about it for a little while i talked to my mom about it ad nauseum i uh she said she would go to me with the drag to the drag show if my uncle didn't want to go um and it just it made me think about our families and how important is acceptance from our families how important is acceptance of ourselves and the general populace at large. Well, you know, you actually brought up something to me before when we were talking in our production meeting earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, you actually wanted to start off the segment and we didn't, but we can, um, to be devil's advocate, to 
personal acceptance, the importance of personal acceptance. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question to you, because I have my own story that I've shared on Clubhouse. I'm not sure if I shared it on here, Mm -hmm. but if you personally accept yourself where you're at, do you think that you set yourself up for failure assuming that everybody else is going to be on the same page of of various things. So in other words, you just assumed and you were probably right that your uncle accepted you accepted you as being a gay man, his mm-hmm. nephew, and he loves you. Yeah. The idea that then you brought up, hey, would you in this made up hypothetical world hypothetical world would you want to go to and the way he responded to you wasn't didn't fit in the way that you would have hoped it didn't align with my my fantasy of of him and how i previously thought of him yes right so if he if you feel he accepts you but doesn't accept that notion of going to um do you think sometimes we set ourselves up for failure by assuming everyone's on the same page with us and that if they don't want to go to a drag show, maybe they're not, maybe he wasn't ready for that. And he, and it gave him some anxiety, Um, but he could still accept you. And as long as you, as you said, let's start the show with personal acceptance. Yeah. I'm here with you because I, I, I have a story that's kind of similar too. where. Yeah. I do feel there's walls and ceilings and and invisible walls of acceptance. In other words, I'll accept you under these conditions, and, mm-hmm. but if you bleed outside of this invisible wall or glass ceiling, mm, and I think we need to. I don't know LG- about you anymore. And yeah, I think that that's not acceptable. I think that as from through the past year, I've come to accept myself more and I've mm-hmm. come to to know what I will accept from other people as far as their treatment of me and what I will not accept, what's not acceptable. I've put up so many boundaries as far as who I am and how you will treat me as a person. And I think that's something that we have to do and we have to know where where it is acceptable for people as far as people on the outside, how they should treat you. You teach people how to treat you every single day. So I think that for someone to not love me, if they say that they love me, it has to be unconditional. It has to be to where they are willing to do almost anything for me. And this was beyond the realm of, of, of his <laughs> what he would think that he could do for me. So and I think the gay bar is fun, okay? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's missing going, out. He's missing out. Somehow that was a trigger point for him and yeah, I mean it but it reminds me of a story and I'm not sure of, let me tell this quick story again. Okay. When I was on the Wendy Williams show recently in the mm-hmm. audience asking Wendy and I called my mom up. My mom watches Wendy. And I told her, Mom, I'm on Wendy Williams today. Yeah. And she said, oh, my God. And I said, yeah, but I'm on Ask Wendy. Looking and I'm- cute, by the way. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. She, had, she, of course, had some things to say. She loved it, though. But she said her biggest thing was, I have a bone to pick with you. And I'm like, oh, here mm-hmm. we go. It had to do with the fact that Stevie, what do you mean, Stevie? You go by Stevie? I said, no, mom. It. I said, Steve V, middle initial. I'm honoring yeah. the middle name that you gave me, Vincent. Mm-hmm. And there's too many Steve Rodriguez's in the world, so <laughs> I go. I now go by Steve V. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I heard Stevie, like I E. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, and little known fact, when I was a gymnast back years ago, everybody called me Stevie because I was young, the youngest one in this gymnastic troupe. And so she thought, are you going back to your gymnastic days? I said, no, no, Steve oh. B. But it is, if you will, a wink and a nod to my former self is Stevie. Stevie. But anyways, yeah. so she was like, I told her that I'm going to be on Ask Wendy. I'm going to be talking about dating these two guys in my building. Okay. And she said, oh, great. I'm going to call your two 
aunts and and tell them to record it. And I kind of had a feeling like she didn't really, really hear me. And so she watched the episode and she called me up and she had the bone to pick about Stevie and Stevie. <laughs> but beyond that, she said, I'm so glad I watched it because I didn't, when you talked about the guys, they, your aunts, your one aunt would probably be okay with it, but your other aunt, I don't think she knows you're gay. And I'm, she lives with your, her daughter-in-law that's really, really evangelical conservative. And I said, no, I know mom, but I had that moment that you're talking about Cody, where mm -hmm. I thought, Oh, it's not enough. Like you had to monitor what went out to our, my, our family members mm -hmm. because of the gay factor. And she says, well, you know, I'm good with it, of course. And I'm yeah. fine, which she is. And, yeah. but there was a moment when I did feel what you're saying that glass ceiling, that ceiling, that parameter, that unspoken word that in this parameter I am, but maybe not to these other family members. Like there's a limit. There's a a wall, if you will. It makes you feel like you can't be your complete self with the people that are in your family that love you the most, that have known you for so many years. Yeah. And it's it hurts your feelings. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it really does. And... Does it surprise you when it does? Because I know you know as a life coach, um, <laughs> I, I processed mine. I processed mine, and I was actually okay with it because I ended up having a really good conversation with my mom. And I think there was something else we were going to talk about later that I was going to bring up. And I was going to tell you, you'll be surprised at my... Oh, I didn't ask you that other question. Well, anyway, I'll ask you later. Bring um, it. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I guess my point is that I was actually happy because I barely came out to my mom at, like, at 48. I'm now 50. Mm -hmm. Not that my mother didn't know, but yeah. it took me 48 years, my father passing away, to finally come out. To me, hearing my mother say that that walled thing is, oh, I'm, your aunts don't know, you're gay didn't mm -hmm. probably bother me as much. Now, I know for you, you've been out longer. Yeah. And that was... Since a I was 20, 20. No, 18. And it was a trigger moment for you, right? For sure. Because this was someone... My uncle is... My father is not in the picture. So he was a de facto father of sorts. Right. So I grew up admiring him and wanting to be just like him and doing all the things that he did. And I thought that he was proud of me. And to know that there's a part of him that I, it feels like he's not proud of me, basically. And yeah. that that really hurt. And it took me to a place that still makes me a little bit. <laughs> oh, Cody, I no, I know. No. Uh, okay, Big all right. I'm not crying send, on air. <laughs> send flowers to Cody. You can send Thank them in our you. Um, you know what? Let's, this is a good pivot point to talk about personal acceptance. And mm -hmm. I think the more personal acceptance we have, um, I've, we've talked about it on our clubhouse a lot about Maybe we didn't use the word acceptance, validation. We've talked about validation. We've talked about that on this show. That's why I didn't want to do it so so close to when okay. we talked about validation. But here you know, we are. acceptance really. These categories are really relevant to Pride Month, and I think nice. self acceptance. I feel like I've gone through a crash course in the last two years with coming out to my mom. And I was talking about it last night on Clubhouse in our sex positivity LGBTQ plus room that we do every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, if you want to join us. I yes. was talking about the importance that of just accepting myself where I am. And in the last year, I've shed some friends, not because any of them were not suiting me anymore. Cody, you're there. I'm oh, here. you're there. Okay, you yeah. See me? Yes. Yeah. I wasn't frozen. I was typing. <laughs> you look frozen. I was listening and typing. No worries. No worries. You just, I was like, please don't be frozen. No, I'm not frozen. Okay, good. So, yeah. So, personal acceptance. I've had this in the last year where I shed some friends and I had a moment, you know, when you're an artist, we've done, I've now done this 
show in various forms for four years. I've been, I've produced a lot of different things and some things have taken off, some haven't. But when you're that kind of an artist, mm -hmm. people, I think you don't always get the validation from everybody else. In other words, I'm not a lawyer or I don't, I don't work for yeah. an insurance company because it's I don't not work for tangible. nine. Right. I don't work for a nine to five job. And yeah. I've had times when people are like, what the fuck does Steve even do? Like, we don't even understand <laughs> what he does. Can we have that discussion later? Because I'm still wondering. <laughs> oh, stop it. It's, it's this. I'm doing this. I know, I know, I know. But I've had those so much. And it's really come to a hilt in the last year where... I now am proud of, I mean, we are doing so well with this show, two shows a week. We now, um, we are shopping our TV pilot and That's right. keep your fingers crossed audience because we have an in somewhere and they love our TV pilot and I hoping the next two days we'll hear some really good positive next step. Yes. And I'm now feel for the longest time I would go to a cocktail party and kind of like, what do you do? Oh, I host a podcast. Wait, what? I, I, host, a, I host a podcast and it's about gay. And I could, and even when I did try and boost it up, like, I, oh, I host, a, I'm a podcaster. People kind of nodded and then moved on. Or I work in production because I worked in production. And what do you do? Oh, I um, this and that. And I think my point is, and I do have one, is okay. that. I, in the last year, have accepted myself more than ever, and it yeah. feels really, really good. And you and that can imply... proud of yourself. Thank you. You are amazing. And being a podcaster can make you bank, just so everybody out there in the world knows. <laughs> yeah. So. But what about, um, before we move on, what about yeah. sexual sexual oh, acceptance I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but let me start, and you can think. Go ahead. In terms of sexual acceptance, I have, you know, there was a period where I was really into the BDSM leather community, and I've talked about it before, where I entered the Mr. New York Eagle contest, and I was runner-up, but during that time, I immersed myself in the leather community and all that the leather community is, and I still am a part of that community. Mm -hmm. you, once you go leather you can't get out and it's really and i love it and i would often opt to this day even though i'm not as absorbed as i was to go to my local leather bar than i am to go mm -hmm. to just a regular what i would call a mainstream gay bar because i feel more welcome i put more time and effort that into is so it. interesting it's more about i'm more likely to hook up with or meet somebody we're going to talk about this in a little bit i'm more likely mm -hmm. to go out by myself to my community leather bar than i am to go to my local bar it's given me empowerment sexual empowerment and mm -hmm. it's been a good thing what about you about uh acceptance sexually i think that especially in the last year i've come to know what I like sexually, it includes light BDSM. Light. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my my big toe <laughs> dipped in into the BDSM pool. Um, I have many other fetishes that I've come to accept about myself, and I think that it's a learning experience. I think as you try more and more things, then that is where you find your footing find out what you really really like it's about exploring that's what this life is about honestly it's about exploring and trying as many things as you, as as possible well i and have to ask you being in a new relationship hello darling hello darling <laughs> are you accept uh, is what can you tell us about acceptance with this new relationship and then we'll end I, with that <laughs> i am accepting of him and I'm accepting of my role in our relationship. Uh, I am accepting of, I'm becoming more dominant, I feel like. <laughs> oh, okay. And, try, and I'm trying to broaden his horizons, honestly, as far as kinky things are. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, concern. Keep us, keep us posted on that. Just to read yeah. a couple of comments. Um, 
Darker Link, Mr. Former Rock Bear, Rock Bar, Rock hey, Bear, boo. who has a party in New York City this Saturday right. night. I'm going to go to it. I'm really excited. Says You're you, going? I'm going. Hmm. So if you want to go, you have to bring your leather friends to the local bar and do an invasion. Yes, I will. I will. Darker Link. Absolutely. And shout out to Mr. Rock Bear. Uh, what year was that? 2019, I think it was. Yes, um, and he has a singlet, so it's going to be, yes, Mr. Rock Bear 2019, uh, Corey Harmon, and yeah, it's going to be kind of a fetish party if you happen to be in New York City. I will be there Saturday night. Check it out, and I will post it. If he's got something, I'll post it on tagspodcast.com. All right. Um, Greg says, I too am getting more involved with leather as well. Yeah, acceptance. Accept it's that. Everybody Accept should explore. Yourself. Exactly. Cody, I need a song. Accept yourself. <laughs> That's Madonna, and it's Express Yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> accept yourself. Express yourself. Express and accept yourself. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thanks for playing on Vulnerable Voices. As always, we'll have a new topic next week. All right, let's get on to our final hot sex topics. And interestingly enough, I know you were surprised at this too on Reddit. There's a Reddit, uh, our, uh, Ask Gay Men. And there was two postings, Cody. You saw them both. Saw one them was both. called, I'm going to read one. And the other one is almost so similar, but by a different person. Going to a bar alone. Hey, everyone, a Reddit writer ask i just came to miami for two months for an internship mm-hmm. uh i like to have some fun as i've been told it's a great city to spend a lot of good times i don't really have friends here and i thought of going to bars or a nightclub could be a good idea problem is i've never been to such a place by myself he asked the question do you guys have any experiences going there alone and how did it turn out well in another related reddit in my same the one I follow, Ask Gay Men, mm-hmm. asks, Hey guys, I'm 23 and I just moved to Darien in Illinois this past month and a half. I'm new out of a relationship and honestly have been craving some social interactions, but I literally don't know anyone out there. Um, what stories do you guys have or advice about going to a bar alone? I'm a social butterfly, he writes, so it's easy for me to make friends, and I'm curious to doing it just for my own experience. But I also want to know what you guys have to say on it. So there was a variety. Yeah. Yeah. As you can imagine, there was a lot of different responses. But what were your first thoughts when you heard this? And do you, Cody, go out by yourself? I've been to the bars alone all the time. I used to do it all the time. I almost went in Hawaii. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. When that happened, I was like, I have to get out. I just need to get out. But at, at the end of the day, I kind of just put the gabash on that. Um, I feel that uh, I would go mainly to listen to music or to kind of unwind. Or it's either that end of the spectrum or i would just go out to find some dick <laughs> well okay true story cody and i before we really like knew each I was other that, bring that well <laughs> we knew we knew each other and we had mutual friends um yes. but we would see each other out often on a monday night at a bar right. in town called nowhere bar and I think I was like getting into a brawl once, not a brawl, but like, and, and you no, were like, brought me down. <laughs> I was there to support you. You were there to support. A real friendship. And yeah. And so, but you were there often by yourselves. And then we started just hanging out, like meeting up at different yeah. bars. Hey, what are you doing Thursday night? And we would meet up and then now we're co-hosts and, and right. super, yeah, so close. But Yeah, I mean, I think for me, going out alone back to what the leather bars, particularly, but there's something about the BDSM community and ignore the motorcycles outside my window in New York City. Okay, okay. Um, I think what I have to say about that is certain communities are a little more accepting of it. So if you are curious about going out by yourself, I know things are opening up up across the country it's a great time to 
dip your toe back into the market. Sure. So, I mean, summer is here. All I can say is the leather community, whether you're into the leather bars or not, will always welcome you. They're always welcome places. And because they happen to be cruise bars, a lot of guys go by themselves. Now, that does not mean that you have to then partake in cruising. But Mm -hmm. if you want to... It's there for you. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. It reminds me a little bit of Europe, where you get to have all worlds consumed under one roof. Oh, I have some good, great Europe stories. <laughs> okay. uh, we can talk one. about that later. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As far as this topic is concerned, I say go out and try. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to have a certain experience. Just go out with an open mind and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, even they don't even have to be leather bars. I think one of the best things you can do is, you know, there are bars that can be intimidating. I know when you walk into certain bars, I'm sure may have clicks of people. But I say all bets are off with the with everything opening up right now. And if you want to yeah. just go out and have a drink, hear some music, you can always sidle yourself up to the bar and just the bartender bartender take in the views and and just chill inevitably whether somebody comes up and starts chatting with you or you want to venture out uh, you know explore don't take a deep breath and and kind of enjoy your time one of my favorite things about going out by yourself is you don't have to worry about him or that other crew that you came with like i don't need to worry about you exactly you can go out when you want to so it's not like meet at my apartment and at 10 p.m it's like that's too early for me you know i want to i go out when i want and i meet people i see people i know i meet new friends hey hey hey. (laughs) (laughs) they might only be a friend for the night but hey it's a friend a friend Friend is a friend is a friend right (laughs) (laughs) friend of the friendless Corey says, come out to Rock Bar and ask for him. So the first shot is on him. So I'm going to Rock Bar this weekend. (laughs) Be careful what you put out there, Mr. Corey Harmon, Rock Bear. He's buying the bar. Okay. (laughs) He's buying shots for all our listeners. I love it. (laughs) He says he's ready. He he also writes, no babysitting. Yeah, I think that can be a big thing, too. You know, in the past, I've gone out with friends or friends, and it's that much harder to often meet somebody. Um, We've been talking a lot about on Clubhouse, my advice to people, get off the apps a little bit if you're trying to actually meet somebody Mm -hmm. and use this time as a reawakening things are opening up it's summertime it's an exciting time hopefully you're vaccinated this is so exciting imagine where we were one year ago this is like christmas day but for the next like you know five years it's going to be christmas day for me based on the 15 months that we've all been through the trauma and so with that (laughs) if you're trying to meet somebody and for most people that were in quarantine Get off the apps for a second. We all know how they work. We get it. I don't do so well on the apps, but get use this time and go out there. Right. You know, like by the balls and if whoever it, else you meet. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> and know that, you know, because Cody, have you ever found this when you're in a group of people? Everyone's like, what do you mean you're walking away? What are you doing? Where are you going? And it's like, well, hold on. I just want to check out what's going on over there. Don't worry about me. You've got your crew. I'm over an here. adult. <laughs> I'm an adult. I don't need yeah. you to take care of me. Exactly. So, yeah. We're going to have to have Corey back on the show because he's got stories. We'll have him and back after he's done his party a couple times. Uh, Corey Harmon, we want you back on because he was a lot of fun on the show. Um. Yes. All right, with that, it's time to get thirsty. I know you got your wine and your drink, but I'm talking (laughs) thirst trap. And (laughs) if you can put that in the link already, um, we've been doing this segment for a few weeks now, a couple months now, where we quote, we actually pull up straight up gay porn's thirst trap recap. 
Every week they come up with, I don't know, this week it's 20 gay porn stars, only fan sensations, as I like to call them. Who I took them so fast? 20. Who took oh the best goodness. photo or video? And on their site, they ask you to weigh in on that. If you're listening to this, I'll post this link on tagspodcast.com tomorrow, Thursday, June 17th, and we want you to hear from you. But with that, they have 20 of them, and it's our job, because we're an audio podcast, to descriptively describe why we're thirsting after one or more of these guys. And Cody, you're up. Oh, yes. I get to go first this week? Yay. Yeah, because I'm pouring uh, some more wine. <laughs> I'm, I'm thirsty in the other regard. <laughs> Otherwise, Perfect. I would go if I had a full glass. <laughs> My fave is this week is Dante Martin. Uh, he is in somebody's Ooh, Hilly Brush. Dante. I know, right? Dante Cole, Don't you Dante feel like, Martin. I know. There's another it's one. A, I mean, It's a good name. It was porn name number one, Dante. <laughs> Dante Martin. Oh, 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 okay. Yes, yes. It's everything. In, in, the, in the bush In somebody's somewhere. brush, yes. In somebody's brush, woods. Yes. <laughs> could be California, could be Nevada. I'm not sure, but he's presenting that delicious cock and body for the world to see. And it's making me want to reenact that George Michael song. You remember Outside? Oh, child, yes. please. <laughs> I want to go outside. Yeah, and then his, when his the voice sunlight. goes deep. Yeah. He, yeah. I'm done with the kitchen table, baby. <laughs> I love that. Oh, okay. I didn't know you, you know I had it that deep, did you? I did not know. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Little known fact, Cody's a singer, and I'm not surprised on that. You know what I love about this picture of Dante Martin? Yes, Dante. not loving the last name. We got Dante and Martin. Really, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Martin Smith. I mean, really. I mean, come on. Um, but anyways, besides the last name Shade, I love that he looks like he's in the brush, the bush, whatever you want to call it. And you see his thick dick, and all yes. the way up until the you see the first part of the tip of his dick but you don't see the whole thing and you see two veins one more prominent than the other one and i want to know what that tip looks like like wait cameraman editor what no got me interested yeah the, in, the exhibitionist in me is is just ripping and raring to go <laughs> i love it all right well i had a couple of them but i'm gonna hone it in on one just First, one queen just one well other than we have to shout out to jacob acosta okay wasn't jacob jacob was on our tags live a couple of months ago with his boyfriend remember we had them as guests oh, yeah they're so and, cute and the reason why we had him on because of this thirst trap i picked jacob as uh, as my pick and posted it on twitter and he responded and the reason i because jacob aside from just being gorgeous and stunning and high he's got the thickest cock biggest cock ever and mm -hmm. they came on our show and they were awesome they were such great guests on tags live you can visit that by going to well where you get your podcasts um but I have to go this week with Vincent O'Reilly and Vincent okay. O'Reilly. And somehow I don't think he's Irish, but <laughs> <laughs> but with that dick, but <laughs> just saying, he is fucking this toy and it looks like an, a rubber ass. Do you know those toys, Cody? I do. I do. Oh, there he is. I he's, found him. He is bouncing that thing like it's like the best ass ever and he's oh, got i yeah. just pressed play and, Me too. <laughs> and i think what i love about him is he's looking into the camera he's bouncing that thing on his dick his dick is beautiful he's got the most beautiful skin like it looks that kind of soft not soft um smooth i don't know it looks lickable skin he's got some amazing tattoos all yes, over does. green tattoos and he's got this great facial expression on his face as he's bouncing that thing on him and what, what i really love sitting on 
I don't know, but <laughs> you might like this part. I, I went on to, as I'm following him currently on Twitter, mm -hmm. at Vincent O'Reilly X, he, he says, I'm a dweeb. <laughs> Who doesn't love anybody that says Aww. I'm a dweeb? That's so cute. Isn't it? Right? I'm a dweeb. That makes him much more sexier and likable when he says, I'm a dweeb. Yeah. I love that about him. And then I scrolled Bleed through some power. of the videos and saw him pounding some other, and I'm all for it. <laughs> Sexy dweeb power. I'm oh, here yeah. for it. I'm Let's all go. for a dweeb. Dweebs apply. <laughs> <laughs> dweebs are us. That's right. Dweeb nation. <laughs> if he leads it, I'm all for it. Well, okay. Did somebody else have anything to say before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Teddy says Mike Edge. Greg says Zach Astor. And Corey says Roxas, who is a blurred. And he's doing, he's cosplaying Miles Morales, which I'm so here for. So let's Wait, what's add a Roxas. blurred? What's a blurred? Uh, a black nerd. Oh, what? I just learned something. <laughs> a, a black, a blurred. Yeah. Is it kind of similar to a dweeb? N yeah, kind of, sort of, in the same line of, you know, nerdiness. Genre. Yes, yeah, but, exactly. But he's white, the one I'm, I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and also, Teddy says, when is Diego Matos coming to the thirst trap? Because I can't wait for that. I was just looking at his Instagram today, and I was like. Ooh. <laughs> or, or maybe we should put it out there as a guest. We should. Everybody email Straight up gay yeah. porn. <laughs> if you want to see Diego Matos as a guest, uh, let us know. And we, well, right away, I'll do my part. Well, uh, that's all the time we have. It's been a party in a box. <laughs> as always. That's right. Not box wine. Not box wine. This is like <laughs> the good stuff, honey. The good. That's right, honey. Yeah. Get it. I'm about to go eat, but this has been so much fun. You can follow Cody Maurice Doggett on Instagram. He's got two of them. Cody's a life coach, and you can follow him at KMD Coaching for life coaching. But you can also follow him on his personal account and see those titties, that chest. It's always out proud. <laughs> At Mr. Maurice, at Mr. Maurice. But follow us for the show at Tags Podcast and DM us for sex and relationship advice because we want to give the solicited or unsolicited advice to yes. you at Tags Podcast. As always, this show gets repackaged. Tagspodcast.com gives you all the information. And in the meantime, continue. I can go back to my old saying, instead of wearing a mask and get vaccinated, continue having hot K sex. Love so much it. fun.